developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions. Hello, perceptive readers. This is James Lynch. The topic we're going to talk about here will go more into the thinking ability page uh, because it deals with the uh, conscience. And with this topic on the conscience, which has been expressed and and developed uh, quite a bit over the years, especially the past couple of years, these selections of scriptures, I hope, will show you just how important the conscience really is and why uh, really, remember I told you how uh, there's authorities and there's the powers and things of that nature. However, the conscience that you have, it is yours. It is owned by you. You and of course, who molds it? God. And the reason why when you have a, a good trained conscience, why God even emphasizes, you know, through Paul in the, in the letter of Romans, how you are not to trample on somebody else's conscience or stop them from doing uh, something that they may not want to do or something that they may do. And even Paul mentioned that some persons may even have a weak conscience in certain areas, but all the same, the Holy Spirit impress upon him, even leave those persons alone with their weak conscience. Don't try to trample on their conscience unnecessarily. And this account will show you just how important it is. Because remember I told you sometimes uh, a person may feel uh, through their actions and their prayers and things of that nature that God is telling them one thing. And remember I told you another person may be saying, well, no, God didn't tell me to do that. Or God told me to do this over here. So according to their conscience, they won't do it. And what does that all protect us from? Well, it protects, in this case of what we're talking about, is being patient and not being presumptuous, you see. You know, uh, sometimes persons actually, remember I told you, have a, we got the, Take life by the tail or, or, or the lion's tail or what have you. Um, we got to jump when the opportunity comes here and there. And some persons will do that and some persons won't. And there are times where people actually may feel that the person who won't live their life in that way, it could be because of some type of fear or what have you. And really, uh, for some of those persons, uh, that's not the case. It's actually still dealing with something with their conscience. And I'm going to show you uh, just how important it is. Again, we're going to read this account. If, if you turn to the Bible, I'm using the English Standard Version in First Chronicles chapter 13, starting with verse 5. We're going to read to verse 14. But I want to tell you, uh, there's going to be experience that I'm relating in this. But I want to let you know at least the facts of the matter of the responsibilities and stuff of the men and why things were so. That actually comes from a very detailed course uh, that I took 
years ago. Um, and it was like a, a couple of months. And I'm telling you, it was, uh, uh, you know how you all go to colleges and you might, uh, have one class that lasts, uh, what, 45 minutes to an hour or what have you. And then you might go to another class. Well, um, just to imagine if you could have that one class that you majored in instead of having to go to all these other classes, but you actually was going to take the whole curriculum, you see, and be able to go, uh, you know, every day for about seven, eight hours each day. You see what I'm saying? For that one course that you major in, uh, then most likely you be able to have your degree associate or diploma too within a couple of months or what have you if it was if it was done like that. But you know, we know college isn't. Well for spiritual teachings though, uh some get that opportunity. And so this opportunity that I had some years ago uh, like I said, it was like a couple of months. It was like six days a week. It was like seven, eight hours a day, maybe even longer sometimes. And um, it came from the JW.org organization that taught this course, you see, taught this course. Now, with that being said, this is where I told you some of the, the facts, at least, uh, that I learned from it. Okay. So in first Chronicles chapter 13, verses five through 14, let's read this. It says, so David, I'm reading it from the English standard version. So David assembled all Israel from the Nile of Egypt to Labo Hamath to bring the ark of God from Kareth Jerem. And David and all Israel went up to Bala, that is to Kareth Jerem, that belongs to Judah to bring up from there the ark of God, which is called by the name of the Lord who sits enthroned above the cherubim. And they carried the ark of God on a new cart from the house of Abinadab and Uzzah and Iho were driving the cart. And David and all Israel were celebrating before God with all their might, with song and lyres and harps and tambourines and cymbals and trumpets. And when they came to the threshing floor of Chetham, Uzzah put out his hand to take hold of the ark, for the oxen stumbled. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he struck him down because he put out his hand to the ark, and he died there before God. And David was angry because the Lord had broken out against Uzzah, and that place is called Perez Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of God that day, and he said, how can I bring the ark of God home to me? So David did not take the ark home into the city of David, but took it aside to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. And the ark of God remained with the household of Obed-Edom and his house three months. And the Lord blessed the household of Obed-Edom and all that he had. Now, what does this show? That these persons, they 
King David taking the lead was transferring the Ark of the Covenant. You see, with God's utensils and law covenant in there on a cart. They said a new cart. And Uzzah and Ahiho uh, were the persons, you know, basically directing and steering, taking it to uh, where it was going. Now, I want to let you know that when you hear that point about God striking down Uzzah because the cart wobbled like maybe it was going to fall over or something or, or, or whatever as somebody might think, you see, uh, he struck Uzzah down, you see, and people might, might wonder, why did he strike Uzzah down? Uh, why did God condemn him touching that ark? Wasn't he trying to protect it, you know, from falling over or what have you? Well, one, we know that God really does see the heart. And so when God even stated that, you know, what Uzzah did, it, well, you know, some translations, it, it mentions how he did an irrelevant act. You know, it was just something that it that goes to show it, it, it probably it wasn't a right motive with it. And, you know, God would know it. And that's why God state things the way that he does. Uh, but see, here is the thing. The whole transference, the whole um, excitement for King David to get the Ark of the Covenant, you know, to come right back to um, Israel, uh, to Jerusalem. Oh, let me make sure. See, now I, I can't remember, but I think uh, where, where it was going, but because he, he said it was his house. But the whole point is... With that case, and I'll make sure I look it up again. And so w with that case, though, David was too excited. You see, uh, um, I don't even want to say too excited because you should be excited. But his excitement got the best of him. And it caused him to actually transfer the ark in a way that God did not prescribe. Uh, he did not have the uh, Kohath. Uh, the men who were like of the Levitical, uh, um, tribe who were designated to be the ones to actually carry the Ark of the Covenant. And what they would carry the Ark with, they wouldn't even touch it. It was like they had two poles that would slide in between the, the loops, you see, that the rings that were attached to the Ark of the Covenant and lift it that way. So they weren't even using their hands. So there was a prescribed way that God said, when you transfer in the ark from this place to that place, this is the way it's supposed to do it. And it's supposed to only be done by the men that I actually authorized to transfer. And so David, he did not have those persons with them. It, he did not have the tools in the prescribed way. Uh, the SOP or standard operating procedure, which was very important. Why? Because God actually said this was important. Don't go against this. Okay. So why did David do it anyway? See, he was feeling so good. His conscience, you see, because you know David, he loved God. And yet he had a very big heart. And remember, that's what I talk about with excitement. If anybody had the spirit of jump, you know, like he did with Goliath, David had it. 
He had it, you see. Uh, but in this case, even with all his excitement and even though his conscience, you know, allowed them to transfer the ark that way, somebody lost their life. You see, David was actually already, you know, once again, showing in the sense, because uh, you know it wasn't malicious, but was a presuming too much to go ahead and transfer the ark without the standard operating procedure that Jehovah gave himself. And then Uzzah, and once again, uh, showed uh, presumptuousness in touching the Ark of the Covenant because he wasn't prescribed to do it. You see, so you can see how the conscience can once again allow persons who even may have a good motive or showing a good motive that their conscience might move them to do a certain thing. And somebody else, you know, during that time who also knew what the standard operating procedure would have been, would have said, no, I'll just leave that alone. I'll just leave because I know what Jehovah said about this. You see, that's what we learn from hindsight uh, today. And so this is how it continues to apply uh, with us today. You see, people can recognize uh, that an individual can do certain things, you know, may have the capabilities or skills or what have you, uh, but you never want to uh, jump the gun, as they say, uh, and just push forward on certain things if it's not really designated for you. See, and that's why you hear me talk about quite a bit this is why I ask questions. This is why I just don't rely on, uh, you know, just certain things, especially, you know, from the Internet. And I wanted to use this example to to give you something to really look over and, and to understand. Uh, this is why we continue to ask questions. This is why even though uh, a group of people may be, uh, you know, wholeheartedly doing something, Without even having enough information to, you know, that they really, you know, should have before they act upon it. Uh, you have some persons with their conscience and their wisdom that have found out, like Uzzah, you know, no, uh, that's not the way I function. My standard operating procedure and conscience doesn't function in this way, you see. And, um, I just wanted to give you that example, perceptive readers, uh, because what can, what happens as well is sometimes uh, uh, persons who have that wholehearted go get it added uh, attitude, which uh, I'm not knocking at all. I'm just sharing with you. They can actually think everything is straight and even in the clear to use that as uh, an expression. And yet. There can be another person or others involved realizing, no, it still really isn't the time for it on this and that. Why? Because they still actually see some area of um, high, tall weeds and snakes or whatever you want to call it uh, that still, um, you know, needed to be cleared out before. You know, you can go in and build this building here or, or, or building there. And see, and that's what sometimes persons don't 
always factor in when they're very, very excited about something. Uh, still uh, thinking that just because of everybody say, okay, we're in agreement with this, but yet you still got that, you know, whole area feel like I told you with high grass and weeds. They got a bunch of uh, snake in it to do this project on it. It's like, uh, no, uh, still allow the ones designated, call them angels, if you will, or what have you to clear out that first, you see, and then you'll see how things work together you see and 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 that's all i i just want you to know that's why they just say again that you know uh, you can have the right heart the right motive and yet the timing still at times would not be right and so sometimes persons don't get to find out all the reasons for this hold up or that hold up, if it is a hold up, you see, and, and they may think that the person with the conscience of, no, I'm going to be patient and do things this way or that way. They can think again, like I told you, that person is actually, uh, uh, fearful, scared or what have you. And really all they're doing is using wisdom and listening to the Holy Spirit as well in their decision making. Thank you for being here this week, Perceptive Readers, on this thinking ability of, you know, conscience and and also the scriptures that we covered and uh First Chronicles chapter thirteen verses five through fourteen. You have a very wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.